what a what a seven day stretch when you when you take into consideration. I mean, you didn't go to Plymouth, did you? No, I bottled it. I I even had the week off work, and I. Ah, Joe. Listen, let me just say, big up anyone who made that journey. I heard someone saying like it took them in round trip. It was like 15 hours round trip or something. I heard someone saying at the game on Sunday, mental, but Plymouth ain't close. I've never been. Yeah, no, I went, I went a few years ago. I went in 20, I tell you when I went, it was 2010. Just before we went into administration that year with all the Hillsborough season, we went up there or down there. Victor Moses scored the winner. And then I think he left pretty short soon after. But yeah, that is a long way to go. And uh, it was an even longer way to go if we like when, when it was two 0 down. Yeah, I did think I did think I'd had a, a lucky escape there for a bit, um, and all the usual problems. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we can't, we don't create enough. You know, we haven't got enough attacking thing. If we can't beat these, up, what hope have we got? And God, we need to get some people in through on deadline day. And then it, I don't know. The, it's so funny now. The two that we debate so often have stepped up uh, of, you know, Mateta, Mateta, when he's got one foot out the door, is the best player in the world. Um, he seems <laughs> to just like, absolutely love living, living on the edge and playing on the edge. But, I mean, I guess we'll get into it as well. With this Wolves game, does that not suddenly open up? Look, Wolves gone. Elise's injured. France is out for what might be a while. Like, there's just not, Hodgson don't even... We're not going to see him probably till next yeah. year. Hodgson, really, Hodgson yeah. don't even know his name. So that tells me that we are not... He's not near the... He's not near ready. <laughs> I know he's old. What, did we see he an interview or something? Is there an interview or something? No, he just calls him the, the Brazilian lad and then he presses The Brazilian. Him, he presses <laughs> like, he's not, he's not like Cena. Like, he's old, but he's not like... I don't... I can't remember people's names. I just don't think that guy's been anywhere near where he is in the training ground. He's obviously not ready. So, you have to, we have to look forward and think how do we move forward until people are back, people are ready. And especially since we didn't sign anyone in those areas. Suddenly, you have to look at how we scored this season. Low crosses from people on their strongest foot out swinging, which we don't, we never did when you had Zahar Belazi uh, and more recently Elise because they cut inside that like and that's fine it's worked very well for us over the years but right now we haven't got any of those players fit or here we're having to change it up a bit and edward is eating up those kind of crosses crosses yeah, across the yeah. box which we never do um, i mentioned this last last week i think or whenever he was on there last like i saw him my problem with edward like we've always like we've debated edward versus Mateta. I mean, they were both playing come into the game yesterday, which is beautiful. But we've debated it, innit? How many times? Who should start? Which is the better? And you know, I've always kind of been team Mateta over Edward. And the reason is just because I feel like Edward don't... Sometimes I just I don't feel like he's a... He goes into these things 100%. And in that Leon game, like pre-season, I saw him go for it. And he almost smashed up himself against the post, yeah. But he went through it with such, and he missed. And he, uh, but he went with it with such vim. I was like, you know what? If he does that, 
I can't fault the guy in it. I can't fault him. And at some point he'll score. Bam! Next game, or it might be the second game in the, in, the, in the season. He he did it. He scored like that, and he scored like that again. But um, so I'm I'm pleased. But also massive, massive plaudits to um to Mitchell for putting that cross in like that. And I feel like that's a almost a newer string to his bow, perhaps. Would you say maybe? If you're being positive, I'd say yes. I've I've someone bit negative. Next, Uh-oh. someone negative next to me said that cross comes as the result of a bad touch, which is hard to avoid when you see ah, it. Pagan talk, mate. It's, it's, um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm chosen to, to back him because, I, I, you know, he's done exactly, he's done the perfect thing there. And yeah, as you said there, the Sheffield United game, it's a low cross from the right. Um, Edward scores. Plymouth, it's another IU cross from the right. Edward scores. And then you get this low near post cross for Mitchell and it's Edward's eating it up. And so that's a good thing, first and foremost, because we, I think we could all agree on here that a confident Edward is still something, it's still like, you know, really useful for us. Um, it was just about how do we get, make the best use of him? Well, I think you're seeing that now. And I think that sub um, in the quite, uh, once it went one all and Mateta came on, you know, we might have to explore them up front together. I know that it leaves no option on the bench as a striker, especially now Kamani Gordon's gone out on loan. And, you know, I don't think Raksaki will get played through the middle necessarily. Maybe Ayu is the backup striker. But them two together up front really helped both of them. We saw combination play for two goals there. One for Eze's. I know it came off his back, I know, but Mateta meant that. And we have been used to years of people flicking on to nobody, lone strikers flicking on to absolutely nobody. And I never think that's necessarily their fault. I just think we've never set up to have someone next to them or feeding off them properly. So it was great to see that. And then seeing the way Edouard and Mateta linked up for the third goal, it was like they've been playing together for absolutely ages. You know, And all yeah. the things we don't necessarily think are strong in Edward, let's say like physicality, doesn't matter when there's a front two because you it's you've kind of got one work it's like it's all about balance. And it's been hinted here and there. I think Vieira under under Vieira at home to Liverpool, we were like two nil down and we brought them two on together and we scored pretty much straight away. That's a higher colour of opposition, obviously, but I think the two of them together will cause a lot more problems than one or the other this season. Here's a question. What do you think has been the difference? Because when Roy was with us before, we had both of them before Vieira era. No, we had them both. Did we not have them both? never had Edward. Oh, did he not have them both? Are you sure? Fair enough. But there were days where obviously Vieira wasn't starting either of them. Yeah, and I'm wondering if they've just come into their own on the training ground a little bit more, um, and maybe that's what's made maybe 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 I don't know maybe it's a confidence thing, but I don't know I like seeing them both, but I I can't see I can't see Roy starting them both. I mean I liked the um, I like the fact that you know you took off you took off a um, schlup and you brought on um, a, an attacker at a time when we when we needed to attack, and for me that was massive from Roy because we know Roy doesn't make loads of subs 
I think he made like was it the first game, second game, he made like one sub and it was forced off the back of an injury. He's just not really like you know, as much as you want him to do certain things, uh, I don't think we saw it. I just I think there's a lot of things that have happened in the first few games that ultimately what I'm trying to say is have made me feel really like really positive about um about the coming season and, and you know people always oh we're going to be in a championship by this time and oh, you know like when we're 2-0 two now, two now down against um, against Plymouth you know you hear all the talk or you see the chatter on Twitter but um, but I'm feeling like quite quite quietly confident if you know what I mean um, for the season off of the back of what I see I think, I think that result was massive to be honest I think if we'd have not scored in that Wolves game even if it was a draw after the way the deadline day kind of fizzled out and the way it did happen and who did and didn't come in I think you would have seen a lot more grumbling and absolute like head losses from the fan base kind of understandably I think you would have been a lot of people worried but that performance that second half performance especially and the things that you're saying there like even Hodgson with subs I think the more time passes I think the more we realise that if he didn't think players were good enough, he just wouldn't bring them on. And he's definitely had some terrible benches in his time, particularly first time around. And, you know, the Arsenal game, he bring, takes off Joel Ward and brings on an attacking player. Like, he would normally do be doing like for like in that situation. Is that a Paddy effect, do you think? you think that's Paddy McCarthy in there screaming... Certain more like slightly more attacking options, screaming for them. Maybe I'm, I might be a bit generous to him because I, I don't I don't think I know what Paddy McCarthy does yet. Do you know what I mean? You know, assistants. You know, Ray Ray Lewington is still there, but I guess they have swapped roles this time. It's um, yes. but I, I feel like the the changes have been positive. They're still not as com like frequent as other some other managers might do, but they've been with purpose. Like when he's not writing off games when we're going behind he's not um, and in a game like that Wolves at home at this early stage of the season he could have quite easily have gone I'll see how those lot out on the pitch make it work between now and the rest of the game but to make that positive change to get Schlupp out of there and go to at what is actually uh, what kind of was Roy's four four two before as a out wide but actually just doing what he wants really so no one really knows who to pick him up if you're the opponent. But then you've got Edward and Mateus staying quite near each other and that just working magic. It's not going to work against every team that we play. But I think in those games where we're... And I think you're going to get a lot this season because of who we haven't signed or who isn't fit for a period. You're going to get games where we are in a lot of possession, but we're having to try to turn the screw and we need a goal. I think that move might might produce a lot more... Uh, and we might see a lot more of it this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. We're, we're, we've got, um, I think we've got, got Scotty in the place now as well, which is nice as well. Um, Sunday afternoon. Were you there, you were there Scotty, yeah? Uh, I wasn't. I haven't seen us play yet this season. Proper plastic mm. armchair fan. Right. What's going on? I know. I know, mate. I know, I know. I've been away. I've been away for loads. And then, uh, if I'm honest, I had a very heavy one on Saturday and then I woke up at about 11.45 p.m. And I just couldn't quite drag myself there. I was broke. I was a broken man. (laughs) 
I won't ask no more questions. <laughs> I, won't ask yeah. no more questions. I watched it though. I watched it though. We look good. We look very Except. good. I saw that we had a uh, joint most joint most shots on target in the league with Spurs for the match day. Interesting. Yeah, because I know before the game, Eze had the most shots, hadn't he? But um, but I hadn't seen a goal, so I was really hopeful for him, man. Yesterday. I was really hopeful for him. I felt like I was needed. It's a shame he didn't. It's a shame he didn't get that pen. I wonder if he. Uh, I wonder who's who's on pens this season. Do you reckon it'll be Eze or Edward? I would have said. I reckon it's going to be Eze. Have they Shrink. been on the pitch at the same time? I'm trying to think. Eze took one against West Ham right at home, but was Edward on the pitch? Probably not. Oh, no, I don't think he was. I feel like I personally feel like your centre forward should take the pens. Unless you've got a specialist elsewhere, a real specialist, I feel like. Yeah, you want your centre forward. So it's cool. you, want, you want your centre forward scoring goals, in it, And if you're feeling confident. Personally. I think it was a pen. Have, we, have you been through that? Sorry, I know I'm... No, we haven't. I think it was a fucking cast iron pen. I know it might... I know he, might, he went down a little bit easily, but clear contact. This is, I've got to say, I, I noticed it at Brentford and I thought about it when that happened, he is going down really easily. It's my one kind of criticism yeah. as a he gets a lot of fouls waved away, and I very rarely am I going. Oh, that was that was a liberty. Like he should have that should have been a foul. That penalty, he he's, his foot is trod on, but he's already on his way down, so it don't help. Yeah, but really, yeah. a person should still see that tread and be like, well, the, what was weird was that they looked at it as long as they did. And didn't make him check the screen. After a while, you're like, normally, all right. Tell him to look at the longer it takes, you think it's going to get turned over. Like, I know he did. Listen, he did go down a bit easily, but he's fucking. He's done a defender. A man fucking stood on his foot. Like, what more do you yeah. want? Yeah. And, and <laughs> the more I look at it, the more I get mad. I'll be real. But I've just like I've just posted it in the group. Look at it. It's, I don't know how you, how more, you don't get more do you know what? Do you know what? I've got to say on that opinion. angle, my chat about him being on the way down doesn't look as great on that angle. Like, he's, he looks clipped there. There's, there was another angle I saw where it just looked like he was already on his way down. Yeah, he knew what he was doing, don't get me wrong. He like, but like winning, winning, winning fouls is, is an intelligent part of the game, well, isn't it's, it? It's, like, it's Jordan Ayew's fucking oh, right, yeah. and, and, same, and same as and same as Wilf right they were always for the last two seasons the two two most fouled players in the league um, now as it looks like he's taking on the mantle but at the end of the day being clever and understanding where to put the ball and move your body so someone else sticks their leg out and makes contact like that's, that's intelligent forward play man I think part of the game man. Trust, but I, 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 I can't just cannot believe that that was not given or not like the keeper was not. Uh, the the ref weren't. I don't even think that the ref. If I remember correctly, I don't feel like the ref was actually actually saw it, or it didn't seem like he actually caught it at all. So I'm not even blaming the ref for missing it, but I'm just blaming VAR for not seeing yeah, it. Go back and have a look at it. It's, it's it all happened far, very quickly. Um, it all happened a bit quick, and it like he like waved play on, and we carried on having, and we had a, an attack. So. It was all a bit messy, but mm. I'm just glad because in an, on another day, that could have been like our best hope of goal, and we would have been moaning that we didn't score today and we were denied of a thing. But I really like the way we opened up in the second half, considering you know I think 
all things considered, I'm not trying to be negative too much. I think the midfield had a, a tough afternoon by their standards. I think that was probably the first time Lerma hasn't looked like a Rolls Royce since he's played, been here. Like Wolves are not a dead team. They haven't they, they might struggle for goals this season like us, but they've got height in there, and I thought some of their they had a lot of possession. But I like the way we were positive. I like the changes. I like the impact they had, and yeah, I, it's I don't know. I just I just think that's the one of the best outcomes we could have had coming out of that weekend, given the week prior and. Look, this time last week, before the Plymouth game and before the window shuts, if you just said the team that was going to start at, against Wolves and what the bench was, I think you'd have been like, what the, what the hell? What, what did we do? Did we sign anyone? Did we get anyone that we actually mm. needed? And I, the meltdown was, I was just waiting for us to go behind and see that because of like, there's a meltdown to ensue. So the fact that that didn't even really look like happening, we looked like we were struggling for goals first half which is not new. We don't score in the first half, really. I don't think we have this season yet. Um, you know, we definitely haven't this season yet. But we've, that's a really positive end to that game. And we're just like, you know, rewarded for our bravery and Roy's bravery. And I think it gives us a lot of hope that we can kind of mix it up a bit and have a couple of different ideas until players come back. We're not just lying down waiting for players to get back and getting beat in the meantime. Like, we've started the season really well, all things considered. I think we've had a great start to the season considering that we've started the season with a, a wide forward pairing of AU and Slup. But that said, that that's that said, I mean the thing is yeah, on paper, like I wrote a tweet about it earlier, or maybe on the day of the game. Um I said I feel like I feel like it's almost it's borderline negligent of the board that we've actually been that after all this time in the Premier League and after, you know, after Paris actually giving the whole thing, after Paris giving the whole thing um, um, about we're going to push on this season, yeah, that we've started, uh, we've started the season with that wide four partnership. But I have to say it, Jordan Ayew looks like he's having the season of his life. I'm loving it. Like, and he's it, honestly like, He's playing intelligently. He's always been a hard worker, but he's had a couple of assists. Um, he, he looks like he, we, we need. We need. I feel like we're at a point where, you know, with our especially with a with a thin squad, we need our senior pros to show up. And he, considering he's been at the club quite a while now, considering he's got a, a lot of Premier League appearances, he absolutely is. Um, one of the most important senior pros in the squad right now. Um, and he's playing like it and he looks like he's really rising to the challenge. So, a big, massive credit to Jordan Ayew so far this season. Player of the month. Uh, I don't think... I have no arguments with that. I think I've heard... I've heard Easily. Him. Yeah, same. Same. Anderson's been good. I think Anderson's been good, but we haven't we haven't kept a clean sheet yet, have we? So, I don't think you can give it to him yet. Um, Eze's been good, but... Want to see more output up top? Whereas I, I, I can't fault Jordan so far this season. I cannot fault him, man. And especially given, like I say, we don't, we do look on paper. You look at us, I guess, out wide, forward and back, and think like you know, <clears throat> the core, the core of our team is so fucking strong this yeah. year. You know that 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 the midfield three, 
um, of Lerma, Decore, Eze, the, the centre backs behind them. You know, these are all like I don't think any of these those five would look out of place in the Champions League. We've now got two very good goalkeepers behind them. Uh, the question marks are are out wide, but you know, Schlupp some never. I mean, he does his job, but he's never someone who's gonna gonna control games. He's never someone who's gonna be much of a contender for man of the match. And but not I left really of a front like, three, definitely not. No, 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 not at all. But I really feel like Jordan has 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 had a lot of weight on his shoulders, and he's fucking risen to the occasion, man. And I really feel like you know, listen, he's always he's not he's not a clinical finisher. Um, he's always going to be a little bit wasteful in front of goal. He's always going to be a little bit wasteful in possession at times, dare I say. But I feel like he, the, the, the way, I feel like over the last season and a half, last season and even the season before, he, he's been slowly proving how much of an important player he is for us. And I feel like the way he started this season, it must have silenced a few, the few of his doubters that are left for sure. Yeah, I think so. It's interesting when you say wasteful in possession. I guess it's more like so he uh, he gets the ball out of some really tight spaces and like his close control is crazy, and but then like I feel like his weakness is when we're on a break, he doesn't and, release. Yeah, or like if he doesn't see anything in front of him and he can't make that pass he wants to, he will happily turn around even if we're on a counter attack and go look. Well, let's just yeah. keep the ball. Which is as much about what's in front of him sometimes as what he's doing, but um, I, yeah, that chance with the Lerma picking off the centre back and uh, and and I missing there, I've got to say that was. I mean, Lerma should have just dealt with it a lot quicker, first and foremost. But then also the clearance off the line from is it Kilman is like yeah. pretty good. You know, it's annoying that we don't score that, but also. It can be both things at the same time. Like, it's interesting you give it as credit because you are right. I think the, the defender does does a, a cracking job to get there. But for me, so my I wouldn't even describe. I would describe Ayu as you know, like I don't think he ever. I don't really see him as wasteful in possession like, ever. My one gripe with him is just when it comes to striking. Like, he just doesn't seem to be able to score. Like regardless of the situation, like it just doesn't seem to ever connect for him. Like ever, like there's been a few chances. It just that is the only thing for me that doesn't seem to happen for him. Every other part of his game, I'm really, really pleased. I wouldn't ask no more. I'm not arguing with the player of the month at all. He's one of the hardest workers on the pitch. But why can that ball just never ever go in the back of the net for the guy? Apart from the fact that he scored probably the best, the best goal, the best goal at Sellhurst in the last few years against West Ham, right? That that's that's just that just makes me even more frustrated. That's yeah, like my old school reports where they used to say he's got the potential, but it's like yeah. you know he can do it. Like it's just uh, I know what you mean. When I say wasteful possession, I just mean I feel like I feel like he always wants to have two or three touches. I don't think like you ever see AU get the ball, take a touch, cycle the ball and move it on. You know, and I feel like, in the, especially given... And I think, I, I guess, given the fact that we've been a counter-attacking team for the vast majority of our Premier League careers, other than our spell under Vieira, really, 
I'm very and and the, and the pace that we have on the break and how dangerous we are on a break. I do find myself quite often fucking cussing him in the stands because you just want him to take a touch, move the ball, and then run on. Whereas he always seems to want to run with it or beat a man. Or sometimes he just does a little bit too much. But I'm I'm nitpicking here because I think yeah he's, yeah, um, yeah yeah no I, I hear you but yeah I really I really think he's been quality this season man I think he's been very very good. How about how about um how about Mateta's assist with his back? That was that yeah, was cold, man. Man. He fully oh, meant it as well. Like, that was fucking sick. Absolutely meant it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe just said that before you got on as well. Like I even know it came off his back. Definitely, definitely meant it. Look, you know me. I'm 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 saying Mateta watching him I'll tell you what, yeah, going back to the Plymouth game. Watching the way that he scored those goals in that Plymouth game was everything to me because it was just, it was like this guy had a rocket in his foot. He really put them goals. I know it's Plymouth and stuff, but less about the opposition and more about what he done. He picked him out and he put some goals in, like he put some shots in, like solid shots. And that for me was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is what I want to see of this guy. I'm hoping that's done the world of confidence for him. And it looks like it has. You got him doing that and you got, Lupin, Edward, him doing back heels to Edward, and Edward doing little cheeky. Fl- I can't believe what, I'm, what I was watching. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, he was, I'm, he was having so much. I'm fun. well pleased. He was like clapping along to Palace songs and stuff. Like the, the host girl was singing, and he was like, what, like we'd have a corner, and he would just be in the six yard box clapping along to the song. Like he was, he was like in a real mood. Love that. Like invincible. Like he couldn't get him. Couldn't rattle him. And doesn't that make a difference to the way to the way players play, man? That's just got to make all the difference. All right, so so then I I, <clears throat> I pose the question: Do we go full circle? Yeah, given that we're like, given that we know we're like at wide forward, and given the fact that our two centre midfielders, our two holding midfielders are so good and so strong do we go full circle all the way back to the fucking the original Hodgson 442 I, I would be shocked if we don't see a lot more of it this season certainly until certainly before the the players a few players come back from injury certainly the like Elise and France are being ready I think I think like I'd, I'd expect to see at least it for at least a part of the Villa game. Like, I think if we cha- if we go behind, well, if we go behind, at a point where we'll go behind this season, I think you'll definitely see that a lot more. Interesting. I, I, I'm for it, because I feel like, I feel like given, the thing is about formations now, yeah, is they're not as rigid as they once were. So a four four two doesn't necessarily stay as a flat four four two. What what would be more likely is that you know the back four stays as the back four, the midfield two stay where they are. Eze probably has a little bit more of a free role as he used to when he used to when on, in Hodgson's first stint when he played with him. Um, and and the fact that I'm going to here, by the way, the fact that Eze is going to drift in means 
Edward can play. Edward will probably play off Mateta. Mateta is going to be a target man to stay high. Edward, we've seen he does well on the left. We've seen that he, I think, I don't know how people question his build-up play. I think he's fucking quality on the ball. So he can drift left and drift and come in a little bit deeper. And then AU puts it up, it puts another, enough of a shift in to fucking run up and down the right side, join in an attack and, and give Kleine a bit of protection as well over there or Ward or whoever's playing. So, um, I, I feel like a bit, uh, a, uh, a contemporary version of the old Hodgson 442 could actually be a really interesting option for us this season. Yeah, I think it works, and I think that's exactly what's going to work for us, if I'm honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm fully with it. What do you reckon, Joe? 442? Old English. Good old English. Good old English 442. Beans on toast and a 442. I'm, I'm, chips. I'm keen. I, I think particularly in game like, that Wolves game showed you that as we are at the moment, until people are back, there will be moments where we'll be struggling to turn, turn team, turn it, turn the screw, get just squeeze teams into submission. We, you know, we're almost there. Like some of the possession we had at the back end of the Arsenal game, I know it was ten men, but like that and the Brentford game when we were chasing, we were squeezing those teams really, really deep into their own penalty box. But just didn't have that little something, something. Even the, I mean, the Anderson's a bit of a freak goal, but it is, you know, some quick thinking play. And I just feel like the Wolves that last half hour or so just showed us how it can be, or last twenty minutes, or whatever it is that Mateta came on. I, I'm, I think that's a blueprint until the more players are back. Honestly, and am I right in thinking Edward played in a two at Celtic, right? I know it's a different standard. I don't know. I'd have to double check that, but like, yes, it's a different standard up there, as we obviously know. But he, I think, I think the things that Edward lacks physically, Mateta takes care of, and just general combination play. Four four two is so redundant over the years that weirdly back fours get a bit funny about facing two strikers now because. They just they've come up. It's it's rare enough now, uncommon enough now, uh, now that uncommon. Sorry, that people come up in academy systems used to defending one striker and then the wingers. Like, do you remember when Watford come up with Dini and Igalo and everyone shut their pants because they'd never marked? It's like none of them were marked two defend two strikers anymore. And I feel like between them, Edward and Mateta, with as a making himself known around and Ed, are you holding on to the ball, making sure that they're, oh my gosh, like, we're going to, like, irritate some teams. We're going to really, like, get get a few more games over the line like that. So, I'm in, I'm way more encouraged today than I thought I would be after that deadline day. I know you can't rest everything on speculative French 21-year-olds, but, like, come on. Like, I, I like that they've stepped up, the players that we've got. Apparently, I don't know who it was. Apparently, Hodgson got offered someone an attacker on the de- on de- on deadline day, and then said no. Fair fact. But I won't be told. I won't be told who it was, which is interesting. Um, and also, apparently, he said that um, he's apparently they're very impressed with Ahmad in preseason as well. So we should be hopefully seeing him get some more. Well, that's good because that was the kind of. One kind of upsetting thing, I guess, at the back end of last season, as good as everything else was, was that he seemed to just get 
completely pulled from first team action. Like I know Lukonga is obviously a more kind of established player, but even he won't get a minute. So yeah, it just uh, it felt a bit of a shame, but good to see that. Well, with a bit more kind of eye time on him, he's he's understanding that that's a player with some potential there. For sure. Just feeling good, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm just feeling good. Not just because of the win, just just because of how we played. I'm just feeling I'm just feeling good. Like Obviously, we, we had these conversations previously about how do I think he's going to be this season and blah, 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 blah. I'm feeling really, really good, man. I'm quite excited for these games. games. How do you feel about um, playing United away in the, um, in the cup? Bro, the boss so boring. I wish I'd got home here I didn't go to Plymouth. We ain't had an interesting cup draw in ages. That's just the one I would have gone to if it weren't early in the season, but didn't go. It's a bastard to get to as well. It's a bit early in the season. Like, it would have been quality to go to, but that's such a fucking shit cup draw, man. I know. I know. I know. Before we played him as well. Is it actually? Yeah, we got, we got him in the league like four days later or something, five days. Oh, don't tell me. I didn't even clock yeah, so, that. so... At home, though. No, both away, both away. <laughs> so I, I, it's a shame because I think I think that if that's so dead. <laughs> I I think if we I think if we go for that, I think we win that. I really do, but I just don't expect us to in the circumstances. Go for what? Go for the cup game. I don't think that they they've they've got. I mean, they went to they they've got to finals in that competition recently. In fact, did they even win it last year? Do I imagine that? Win what? Did they win the Carabao last year? Am I imagining that? Yes, City I won the other two, oh, didn't right. they? Well, they are. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I just think, I think if we took that seriously, we'd win it. But I don't think, I think the problem, I'm a big supporter of taking the League Cup seriously because you're in a final by February and you can take, if you want to rest players, you can take Saturdays off in the FA Cup. You get week designated weekends to just rest. But I, I, obviously, I'm not a football manager. I don't have to look at these. Hodgson hates the cup, bro. Well, he hates Hodson that cup. I think you know we got to we got to the quarterfinal under him one year, uh, where we lost that really late against Watford. But that's when they and then got absolutely dicked by Man City in the final, like. But I think we've got. I don't know if we've got the depth to put a mixture of second... Like, that team we put out against Plymouth is not beating Man United at Old Trafford, even, like, their second string. But if we went for it, I think we could. But I'd, because we won't, it's a shame, really. I still I still think... I still think... Uh, as much as I'd like a cup run, I still think our squad's a bit thin for it, to be honest. Yeah, I just don't see the, what else we're doing it for, you know? I'm at that point where I'm like... I'm not saying we're completely safe from everything already. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be looking up. Like, we fucking, we fucking we should, should be, be safe in it, be. really. Like two, you'd you'd think two of the, you'd think two places, two of the relegation places should be taken yeah. in it by Sheffield United and Luton. Although that said, fucking Cam Archer's going to score goals at Sheffield. Yeah. So uh, having a goal scorer at the bottom is always, always a plus. And also, everyone expected Burnley to do well, but they've yeah. got shit. So, uh, you know, between Sheffield United, Luton, Burnley, plus 
Wolves looked all right, but they've got no firepower None. whatsoever. Yeah. They had a top class manager in Lopetegui who walked at the start just before the start of the season because there was no investment. Um, and Everton looked fucking dog shit as well. They look really. They really gotta good. go down. Although, They're although again, again, they've got that Beto, who are albeit against Doncaster, who were bottom of the ninety six. He, look, he looks silly um, against them. It was like he, he looks. He looks. He looks a proper striker. He does look a proper striker. So, like, I would say there's there those. I I I'll be very surprised if the bottom three isn't made up by those five teams. Yeah. So that, I would I would agree. Which which is why instinctively I'm like, if we as a club are not one that is just attacking the cup competitions at, at the expense of what one or two places in the table. Bear in mind, this is Parish is always quick to say, well, you want me to spend this amount of money? You want me to spend 30, 40, 50 million pounds on players when, like, the best we could do is three places in the table, which is about 8 million more than it would be in prize money. So, like, the maths don't make sense to kick on that much. Well, I think equally it works the other way. It's like, if, if, you, if you're willing to write off that just because of not a purely competitive thing, go get the cash prize money from the cups then. Just go for it. Yeah. You've got what you want to be like. We're, we're not even in a position to go and be Tottenham, who are also in that same thing of like, they moan when the cups weren't taken seriously by them. They're livid that they've gone out to Fulham because now they've only got one realistic thing they can win this season. I'm really, you know what? I was really fucking surprised at that team selection by Spurs, but not to deviate too much. I thought Ange being like, you know, he was a, he was a wild card for the job. He's he's quite likable, so he seems to have got them on side. They've got no Europe. I thought he'd have wanted to have a right good go at the cup, and they fucking put out a second, put out a second string team, and fucking got rolled by Fulham. I was really surprised about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like I I just think we're not a million miles from that in terms of what our season objectives are. Like we have two cup competitions, and then staying in the league because it doesn't seem like we want to kick on necessarily with this team. Well, go for the cups then. I, I just don't. I just. I just don't see why we why we shouldn't. But beyond fitness levels for that Saturday game at Old Trafford, which I guess it depends if if Roy backs us to go and win the league game at Old Trafford, will you write off the cup one? Mm. Mm. That's the question. I've been playing. I've been playing. Oh, hey, but that's that's the, I'm like, oh, just do if, both. If, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like, you kind of got to look at it. Like I, I personally. Out of those two games, I would have a go at the cup game. You know, you know, you're going to be playing a stronger United side in the league. Yeah. You, you imagine so. You imagine you're going to be playing a stronger United side in the league. You not, you don't look at United away in the league and and put that on your list as in, as a game to get anything from. Anything you get there's a fucking bonus anyway. So I would try and play the percentages and think, all right, why don't we go strong in the cup? Yeah. And see if we can do something. It like. allows us to play some. Uh, to be honest, I imagine Dean Henderson <sighs> and Rob Holding start that game. Like we haven't. Do you think Holding? Do you think who? Do you think, do you think Holding? Do you think Holding goes above Chris Richards in the pecking order? I think. I really don't know. I imagine he will do, but we have a. I don't. I don't. I don't really understand the Chris Richards situation because. He seemed to back Tompkins over him, 
when both are fit. Straight, that was strange. So I don't know if that's just an experienced head to close out a game. But even so, like it is, it is very. If if Holding is understanding that he's not going to play start games until one of those centre two are gone, if he's happy to just be that role, the third or fourth choice for Palace, and came and was happy and with a smile on his face, that's as good as a succession plan as for Tompkins at leaving end of the season as we could have ever have imagined. Yeah, I. I got the view he's coming in as fourth choice because it could surely like Richard is the one who's more of an of a financial investment like at his age surely he's the one who you want to develop and he's almost almost victim of how good our centre-back partnership is that he's just never going to get a fucking look in yeah you know the I mean? whole um the whole idea that he might also be a cover at right back didn't seem to ever come to fruition and there have been whispers that German clubs have, like, been a dream on loan or he's thought about going back. We had one game at right back, didn't he? And he was poor. I can't remember who it was against, but he got rinsed. He was brought on to, like, close out a few games there as under Vieira as well and didn't have a great time. But I don't really think he was alone in that. That's, that's another thing I heard, I was told uh, is that um, Roy didn't want a right back. Roy said he's happy with Clown and Ward. It don't it don't shock me because I don't think we, the fact we kept both of them and the fact that he plays him constantly. I think if he didn't believe in Ward, I think he wouldn't. He just simply wouldn't waste his time playing him. But it is mad. Ward's been good. Ward's been good, but he has he did he got rinsed against Brentford, didn't he? Like that's the thing about Ward, isn't it? Like he has one of them solid, every but... few months. He's, yeah, yeah, he, he probably cost you a goal or two a season. He's solid other than that. The sad thing like, for me, right? Is that when we're we're not gonna have Michael Elise for long, and I think it'll be a real, real fucking shame if we never get to see him play with a proper overlapping right back, because look how much damage he does, yeah, on that side, with often one, two, three defenders on him. Imagine, imagine, like you remember the season with the, the Van Arnholt Wilf season, like how much damage Wilf did because PVA was constantly bombing on. I think he got five goals that it, season. Van even, um, even when under Hodgson, Wilf was playing on the right in front of Wambasaka. Wambasaka was leading all these stats for take on successful dribbles because that you, it's a balanced thing. You work as a two, and he's never had that Man United. He's never had a right foot. He's never had a right winger that loves. That actually wants to play there instead of on the left or up front. That is actually good. Anthony's the first one they've put there, and he's fucking dog shit. And I feel that yeah, it's a shame because I wonder what you think when Elise's back. Do you have him keep him on the right, or do you go? Do you put him or Ayu on the left? Basically, when Ayu Ayu goes on the left, keep 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 Michael in his best position. You, you play your best. You play you play you play your best players in their best position and everyone else accommodates. We've that. had this history of not doing this, isn't it? Of playing players out of position. It's never gone well for us. Yeah. And you have to leave leave Michael where he where he's meant to uh, be. Joe, so, I'll tell you what, so, uh, I'm I I was just happened to turn on Talksport the other day and there was their South American correspondent uh, and he was talking about some of the signings and he spoke about Franca. And he was like, look, this kid is very, very, very raw. Like, he wasn't 
he wasn't a starter at Flamengo. He wasn't even first off the bench at Flamengo in his position, although they did have um, a plethora of attacking options on the bench. They also won. They won the Champions League over there as well. Like, they were like, they're not idiots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're they're deep squad, lots of players. This kid, he's got, he absolutely has star quality, but he's very, very raw. And he said, I wouldn't, if I was Pal- Palace fans, are going to need to be patient with him. He's not ready-made at all. He is a prospect. You know what? The, the thing is, I've also looked at these things before, and I've looked at these. This is, this is the devil's advocate, if you like. Uh, people have looked at all the time at what you've um, uh, these players, how they played in their previous clubs, and how they've been ranked and whatever. Obviously, we're a completely different league. But we play completely differently. You might just—I I don't know what it is. I just have a mad optimism. I feel like. I feel like he just might slot in a lot better because I've heard this a lot of times. I feel like he, there's a chance he might just slip into what we're doing a little bit better. And I, I feel like he's got a chance. Like at the point, at a time where Mitchell's doing so much, I feel, on that left side, I feel like I feel like he might just slot in better than everybody is expecting. I don't know, I just do. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but at, at least I, I guess what we've seen in the last couple of days, and I, I guess we're not. I don't think, as a fan base, some of us might be, but I don't think the team, the management, are like throwing a lot of weight on him to come in and deliver straight away either. So I think that no, that's positive as well. We're not we're not relying on, on him as a wonder kid to come and save us. You know, that's that's part. Of, like, I'm really really pleased that we're getting the results we're getting with the with the injuries that we've got at the moment. You know. I think that's what we take from this. What? What? Uh, did I, he was. He had a scan the other day, didn't he? Is he? Has anything been said about his scan? Nothing's been said publicly. I don't think so. I think uh, so. The, there's a post-match pod on FYP where there's an insider at the club. There, I think when he was signed, there was this like initial throwaway time scale of like, oh, mid-September he's gonna have like he's going to be able to begin like training but I don't know what's happened between now and then that you know he, I don't know whether he's recorded it or not they'll probably have a look which is probably what that scam was to be honest but we've not heard anything um, he was on the pitch after the game I don't know if anyone saw that he was like chatting to a Wolves player that he probably played for in Brazil under whatever's with um, but he was like running around in jeans and a t-shirt it's like, but so like no obviously not part of the like match day sort of squad set up yet but it's basically some sort of like back injury that you just don't rush like a chip a chip a chip on his spine some stupid like something that is I think a similar Elise had once but you just have to let it heal basically he's getting there they were, they were him and um, Hughes were both there at the, the game before as well to be fair both cash Obviously, Hughes was injured. I think he had a knee issue, which is obviously resolved now as he's back. And he, and he came on um, yesterday. But I don't know when when players are injured. I like to see that they're around, man. I do like I do like that. I mean, I don't think France has got anywhere else to be in all fairness. <laughs> but um, but it's nice. I, I personally just like to see players around. Like when Hughes is injured, he's around. I like I like that. Do you um? So we got international break now. <clears throat> England playing Scotland and Ukraine. Ukraine away is in Poland. You'll probably see all three of our lot play. Maybe not Johnston, actually. 
But it will be interesting to see if Ezra gets a run out, if that puts the price up again. Um, but do you, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, like do in that week, ten days, two weeks, whatever it is. I guess it quite we're, we're not that team anymore. We're like we've got quite a lot of players going out on international duty. So where in years past that would be a time to like let's work on this set piece defending that we look like we need, or what let's work on you know how we set up with two up front if we're going to start in games like that. But I don't know actually if. I guess who's 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 not travelling. That means we can still try that. I guess both of them aren't on international duty, but it's just it's like Mitchell. Yeah, like who's who's it that someone needs to emulate that Eze role? I don't know. I guess, but um, yeah, I suppose yeah. But yeah, it's it that'll be an interesting game, Villa, because look, they're they're a very strong team, and we struggled against them when they're at there. When in this form, like we couldn't lay a glove on them in that game. I know it was under Vieira, but uh, and it was in that terrible run. But they they've really improved since then. We lost against them uh, last season at Villa. I remember this so vividly because I just cycled there. In case I've never mentioned, in case I've never mentioned that we cycled from from London to Birmingham for Palace for Life. Uh, we got there, and then um, it was a Matty Cash cross. Uh, oh, Anderson own goal. An Anderson own goal, yeah. Anderson own goal. Cash scored an own goal this week, actually, didn't he? Yeah, yeah after he, after he scored goal. a brace the week before. This game, boy. <laughs> this, game, this game. But yeah, uh, anyone looking... I'm going to try and go over there, you know. Um, uh, anyone else? Anyone oh, else I hate that away day, man. Heading to Birmingham. I don't know why, I just don't know. I just, no, do you know why? I do know why I hate it, because once, years and years ago, I was young. I must have been about 17, 16 maybe even. Um, uh, they were offering free coach travel. So me and some mates thought, oh, fuck it, man. Like It's free coach. Like, might as well just do that. Like It'll be a laugh. Oh, I was the worst experience ever. I don't know if any of you ever got a free club coach to the game. It was just like... <laughs> uh, and, uh, no. uh, the people on the coach aren't the people man will normally go football with firstly and secondly um, the coach got like stuck at the ground after the game it took about my, we got back to the stadium it must have been about seven and a half hours after the game finished it was horrible bro uh, getting out of Villa to be fair is not is not it's in the middle of all those it's in the middle of a fucking cancer estate yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not. Sometimes I've driven once, and then I got the coach out the last time. Of everyone, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. But um, but I don't know. I might be staying in, but I might go up and stay in Birmingham this week, that weekend. But yeah, I'm planning to be there. So um, so we'll we'll see what happens, mate. We'll see what happens. One more thing before we go. We're coming up to the hour, I guess. Look, we didn't get, we didn't get a, a striker or a winger. We didn't even get any loans in the end. I was even expecting some kind of loans to obligation to buy or anything like that. Do you do you expect us to dip into the free agent market? No. To fill some gaps. You think we're settling with what we got basically until yeah. yeah, I don't think we will, you know. I think we this is this is what we got. 
This is this is what it is. I reckon. Yeah. Who's even in that market? Like, and the thing is, you you, you end up paying, you end up doing your bollocks on wages on them players as well. Like, is a lot if. Is the loan window still open? I wonder if Paris might change their mind and give us two I think, I think the loan to only, buy. I think the loan window isn't separate now, is it? I oh, think really? I think it's just like we can only sell to whoever has got their window open. So, you know, if suddenly we've just got hope that someone don't try and... Mateta don't go for 50 million to Saudi. Uh, I mean, I'd take it. <laughs> no, I'd fucking take it from... Oh, Surely they want Gyro Reid, that's 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 the deal we got broker. Oh, I like Gyro, man. I think I feel sorry for him. I do too, but I just think, yeah, for everyone's sake, I feel like go go and play some football, mate. You've played about twenty games in seven years, like just. I know, I know, I know, but that's gotta be know. something happened to Mitchell. Do you think he's next up, or do you think he'll put Sloppy in that place? Uh, I, would, I, I think would he probably plays Kai Klein or Ward. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would like to see Gyro there. I think he did. He play was was his, when he got that new deal under Roy. Was that that there was some left back games there, but it was mostly like midfield by the end, wasn't it? I like him. I yeah, like. I, I like him midfield, but I like him in the left back. I like him in centre mid, pulling strings. Yeah, it's just I guess. And right now, look, who you, I can understand why he's not getting anywhere near it though. With that that starting midfield. Hughes ahead of him. That's I'll leave that to you to debate. I think Hughes throws himself about a bit and gets busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you know me. <clears throat> I love Hughes. Mm. Yeah. You mentioned the free. I think is ain't um, Lingard's floating about. Yeah, Lingard's been training with West Ham, but nothing has really. There's been like no talk of an offer or anything yet. It's funny you go. Um, you, what you said there, Scott, about uh, contracts and like wages. I've heard, I've spoken to footballers before and they one of the things they do when they're free agents, particularly at a lower level anyway, is that they'll, they won't take an offer until the window's shut cause, or until the season started because teams get more desperate and they therefore can offer more. Yeah, but also, it, it, it means that player didn't have to train and do the, all the shit bit of pre-season they don't want to do. <laughs> so, like, you need me regardless. So, like, if I say, oh, I need another week, you're still going to take me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's jokes. <laughs> that's jokes. So, yeah, Listen, I can imagine a few lazy strikers that might might be moving like that. We don't want no lazy strikers, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> no we won't. Fun the lazy strikers, bro. What did you say? Go on, go on. <laughs> nah, no comment, no comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note. Well, but I, think it, I, I don't no. think... Uh, did Morelos go for the batch in the end? No, he didn't. If Morelos is still a free agent. Ah, uh, wild card. Yes. Yes. Dougie. Dougie wanted him, didn't he, at one point? Yes. Give me Morelos. <laughs> Just for fucking banter. Red card against Brighton in the first five minutes. For, for a fly kicking Lewis Dunk, I'd take it. <laughs> yeah. I'd take it. Yeah, I've not seen any other good strikers, to be honest, on this like list. It's all, it's all like tired wingers and centre-backs. It's, it's funny, it's interesting because they're talking about, there's rumours that Arsenal are thinking about uh, terminating Pepe's contract, isn't it? Because they haven't found anyone who wants to buy him. But I don't think he wouldn't be available because they would have had to terminate the deal for him to terminate it before the end of the window. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, that's like easily corruptible, basically, isn't it? Like if, yeah. if you just, yeah. But 
miss the window and just terminate your contract. Yeah, you could imagine how like players would make that work in their favour or kicks the kick up a fuss to be able to get the move they were trying to get before the window shut. Yeah. Um, but fuck it. Well, I think it's a two-week break, don't you? I don't think we... Do we really... We don't need a national break one, do we? Nah. 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 We're no strangers... We're no strangers to taking an extra week off, so why change the No, no, all good, man. All good, all good. We'll catch up in a couple of weeks, but big up, big up everyone who's been in here as well and following Cheese Rolls, CPFC, big up all you lot. And yeah, man, catch you in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much, Have a good evening. Awesome.